Hi everybody and welcome to the Mental Toughness and Body Show. My name is Rob Evans and I'm your weight loss coach, health strategist and internationally published author, helping take your life, your business, your health, your fitness, your body, your mindset from where you are to becoming unstoppable. And today's topic is around outperforming 2020. How do we do that? And for some of you, the reflex might be, well, that's easier because COVID has made it crappy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But I want you to pause for a moment. And I know that there will be so many of you listening to this right now and saying, yeah, that is, pardon me, that is going to be a challenge because 2020 has been amazing. Now, for me, it's been amazing. For many people I speak to, it's been incredible as well. Now, I know that there's been so much heartache and heartbreak around the world and the pressure and the stress and the uncertainty and all of that kind of stuff. But I know that if you're listening to this right now, you are one of the top one percenters in what it is that you do. And that means that you have a different mindset. And that means that you've taken the opportunities this year. You've thrived when others could have just been battling to survive. And this year has been an absolute cracker for you on many different um, perspectives. For me personally, it has been my best year for health and fitness. It's my best body that I've ever had, my best health. It's also been the best uh, year for me with connection with my children. It's also been the best year for my business in terms of the way that it's grown, in terms of the bottom line, in terms of sales, in terms of um, the relationships that I've built, uh, in terms of how I've connected with my clients. Um, it's just been so good. And this truly has been my best year in business ever. So for me, I think, so how do I make that better in 2021? What were the reasons that this year caused it to be so good? So I want you to ask yourself six questions in preparing for this. What I want you to do first of all is ask yourself this question, how are you going to maintain the momentum that you've already established this year? Now I'm sure that many of you are in momentum. Now this is a tricky time of the year right now because Christmas, holidays, celebrating, all that kind of stuff, that can break you out of momentum. I look at it this way. Myself, I've been so busy all year like 16 hour days for the majority of the year. I work seven days a week. What I'm using this time for is I'm still working every day. I worked on Christmas day. I've worked on Boxing Day. I've worked every day over this Christmas period. But what I'm doing is right now I'm working half a day. So I work up until about lunchtime and today that wasn't exactly the case. I mean, it's 3.30 p.m. here. Um, I've just finished training my last clients. Uh, but uh, once I've, I've done with um, um, this podcast, I'm not going to do any further work tonight. So I'm going to do some reading. I might watch a movie. I'm going to chill out. So I'm using this period of time to still work, but I'm having a break from my normal 16-hour days, and they're, um, they're much shorter, even though I was up at 4.30 this morning. I'm doing my workouts. I'm focusing on my health. I'm focusing on my goals for uh, 2021 in terms of what I want to achieve for my own health and fitness re-energizing myself, resting so that I can start 2021 with a slingshot. So I'm not getting out of 
a routine. I'm creating a new routine. I'm re-energizing, refreshing my mind. I'm capturing ideas, like I'm reading books and um, yeah, even watching movies, and ideas will come to me. It's like, oh, man, I can't lose that. I've got to write that down, either a voice memo on my phone or uh, notes in my phone, or I'll write it on a, uh, in my notebook uh, as well. So I don't lose these things because it's when I'm certainly find this, when I'm in that relax, more relaxed state and the mind is able to, I guess, have some more creative time, that that's when ideas can start to flow in me. So I don't want to lose those. I don't want to miss the opportunity there. So I may not action it there and then, but I'll capture the points that, man, that's a really good idea. I've got to do that. Uh, for instance, I was just watching a commercial on TV and the commercial had absolutely nothing to do with anything that I do, but they showed oh, somebody purchasing something and how something came up on an app and uh, just this idea came to me like that and I said, I should do that. I need to do that on my website. So it's something that I don't do at the moment. I need to evolve so that I provide people with the opportunity to do that. So I've got to make sure that I, I haven't captured it yet. I've got to make sure that I capture that. So in terms of me maintaining momentum, I'm not really out of momentum uh, from uh, what I have achieved this year. But because I am so busy, I have got to that stage where when I was in COVID and I'm, uh, I was creating, I was doing a lot more, more things to grow the business, I have moved out of that because I've been busy doing other things. I have held off on expanding my team further because of the uncertainty of COVID, whether we're going to go into lockdown again, what January is going to look like here. Uh, January is the quietest time in the fitness industry in my country uh, because people are in holiday mode, they're not into fitness mode as such, um, so that they can, so that they'll normally wait till February. But because of COVID, a lot of people are travelling, but um, there's also a lot of people that aren't travelling as well because they haven't been able to get away. So right now we've got a few people travelling interstate because of the border closures. We've got no one travelling internationally, so there's certainly more people in our country. Uh, that are, are local. So I wanted to see, okay, does that mean that January is going to be super busy? I still don't know yet. I've got um, some clients that are away. I'll have new ones coming, um, coming in probably from, say, mid-January, but who knows? That's what normally happens. This year could be different. Come the start of January and the phone could be ringing, ringing and people saying they want to start straight away. So right now, um, I haven't been creating as many things as I was before. Um, so that's going to impact some of my momentum. So what do I need to do? I've got to create some space through the year so that I know that I can keep doing these things that I did this year that helped move me to that next level. So that for me, that's about expanding my staff. So what's it going to mean for you? How are you going to maintain the momentum that you've, you've had or you want to have um, at the end of this year, take it into next year? Because COVID's going to look different next year. I know that there's a lot of complacency that's set in in my state where people seem to think the calendar is going to click over and everything's going to be fine. But it's not. COVID's not going anywhere. And we could go back into lockdown again. We just don't know what's going to happen. And I tell you this, if we go back into lockdown, 
I'm going to thrive because I'm already so ready with those things that I know that I'm going to do. I know what I'm going to work on. It's like each time you do something, the first time you do it, it's going to be your worst effort. So if we go into lockdown a third time, I'm going to be quite proficient at it. If we go into it for a fourth time, I'll be better than the first time and the second time and the third time. Um, You just get better at it. So ask yourself that question. How are you going to maintain the momentum that you've created this year because of COVID, where you are right now, or the peak of where you had that momentum? Capture it, write it down. What are you going to do? Step two, don't allow complacency to set in. And this is one of the things where I have to be really conscious of because I put in so much work during the lockdowns that it created a lot more uh, clients for me. So that means I'm a lot busier. Now, it's kind of a bit ironic. I'm now not having as much space to create the, the content, the marketing material, all that kind of stuff to get new people in because I have so many new people. So um, it's kind of a catch-22. So the complacency can be, well, I don't need to do anything because I'm already so busy now. But you've got to keep pouring that you can't turn off the tap. You've got to keep the tap running so that everything keeps coming into your funnel. And so um, that's where I have to be careful that I don't become complacent with where I am right now and stop and say, well, geez, look how good things are. It may not always be that way. And if we go into lockdown again, then there are going to be a a percentage of people that are just going to stop altogether uh, like they do because they can't see you in person. And there'll be a percentage of those that will go over to um, streaming and and so forth. But So you need to make sure you've got a range of services and you're ready to be able to switch across to those. I think there's some more opportunity for me that I'm currently not capturing. So you can't afford to be complacent. Number three is, what are the new opportunities out there for you? What are the opportunities that you saw this year and you took? Maybe there were opportunities that were there, but you didn't take. Now, are they still opportunities now to take? For instance, if there was an opportunity at some point through the year where you had Uh, the chance to jump in and start producing face masks by the millions and be picked up by a government body or something like that to produce millions of masks. Fantastic. If you're doing that now, I'd probably say you're too late because they've already got established contracts now in place with the people that they're satisfied with. And so you're probably too late on that. So maybe there's some other opportunities for you out there that you haven't yet taken. I know there have been for me, And like this ad that I saw before, that was an opportunity that I thought, actually, I have never thought of doing it like that. I'm going to do it that way now. Um, So just a new opportunity for me uh, right there in an ad. Opportunity, you're surrounded by opportunities. And the thing is, you're either not taking them, you're not seeing them as an opportunity. You're seeing it as something that, oh, well, I just can't do that. Think outside the square. I've been... um, Going through, I'm about two-thirds of the way through um, Be Our Guest, the book about Disneyland that I've been telling you about. Fantastic book. And I'm reading that, and they're talking about Disneyland, they're talking about BMW, they're talking about you know these big corporations. Even the company I used to work for, PricewaterhouseCoopers, and talking about things that they do 
And then you could read it and say, well, I just can't relate that to my business. But then if you think about, okay, well, that's really important. So I'll use a simple example. They talk about, um, say, Disneyland. And so it's one of the cleanest places around because all of their staff there are trained to pick up rubbish. Yes, they have the, uh, you know, the cleaners that come through and so forth. But if there's a staff member there and they see some rubbish, then they will dispose of it. It's like you, you don't walk past it because that's not the standards you're willing to accept. Uh, from the um, everything is themed from the start of uh, you know going through the turnstiles through to the front entrance through to going through the tunnels uh, the music the um, the colors the the smells the, they talk about the popcorn uh, carts and the colors of those and the colors that they use for the ice cream vans and um, stands and everything and how everything is themed and even from the road work through to um, you know, the pathways and everything, how you change from, say, Adventureland into Toontown or, uh, you know, that kind of stuff uh, because it takes you through the whole experience and then relating that to your own business and thinking about, um, say, your sign, like your signage, for instance. So I have car signage and uh, my, my belief is this, if the sign is dirty, like if your car is filthy, then that says to me, well, how do you conduct your business? Like if you're prepared to let your brand be really dirty and muddy and not presentable, then what are you like in how I talk to people, in how I coach people, in how I present my facility? Um, so if you come to my, my studio, for instance, my gardens are manicured, okay? But right now I can see that some of the plants are, uh, need to be trimmed. Without, I like formal gardens, so they need to be trimmed. Um, the car probably does need a wash. It's not really muddy, but I have a high standard. You come into uh, the hallway going into my studio and it's clean. If there's a piece of paper or there's something on the ground, then I'll pick it up. I'll vacuum. Um, I will make sure that the studio is professional all the time. You step into here and it's got a big wow factor. It's not too cluttered. There's plenty of space. Um, you know, all of those things. And it just got me thinking about, okay, Actually, with the signage on the car, the, the phone numbers on the very bottom of the car where you get most of the dirt, they've started to fade a little. Discolour is probably a better word. Uh, now, if you're driving on the road, you probably wouldn't, well, you wouldn't notice it, but I know, and I notice. So it's like, okay, I need to update those uh, over the next uh, you know, couple of weeks when the signage place is open again because it bothers me. So if it bothers me, then it could bother someone else. So let's get those things updated. So you know, there, are, there are so many different opportunities around you that maybe you're missing and let's keep our eyes open for what they are. Maybe you didn't take them last year, take them this coming year. Number four is about new relationships. What are the new relationships that you formed this year? Why did you form them? How did you form them? What are the new ones that you can create for this next year? One of the things that I'm finding is that each relationship that I form gives me confidence in being able to build that next relationship. And I'm sure some of you are understanding exactly what, um, uh, you know, what it is that I'm talking about here. None of us like to be told no. And you don't want to ask 
somebody effectively for a relationship and they're not interested. Uh, you know, you've got to build relationships over time and those meaningful relationships, if you think about those, um, you know, those important relationships in your life, say, like for me, one of the most important ones is with my children. I've been building one of the relationships for 15 years and one of them for 13 years and I work hard at it every day. I want to stay connected. I want to make sure that I'm being the best version of myself in the relationship so that the kids get the most out of it, so that they're growing. And, um, you know, or no relationship should be one way. You should be always saying, well, how can I bring more to this relationship? What can I do for that other person? And so I'm thinking about the relationships that I would like to form over the next, uh, over the next year, and I've got a list I think I'm up to about 20 people right now. Uh, Let's create a big list of those people that you want to create relationships with, business relationships with, friendships, deep connecting ones. Number six, what can you do differently in 2020 to get better outcomes? Uh, 2021, sorry. What, What can you do better in 2021 to get better outcomes? than you did in 2020. Now that's a tough one, but the, the last step, number six, is it really helped me just blow this one out of the water. Thinking about what it is that you want for your outcome. So when I started 2020, the end of 2019 and starting 2020, I decided that I would set myself some financial goals that I've never achieved before, never been able to. Kind of been, if I can say, dicking around with Uh, the numbers, and always saying, yeah, I'm going to be able to do this, but never was. And this year, I've exploded it out of the water. And just because I set a more challenging target for myself. Well, actually, that's probably not exact now that I've said that out loud. In the past, I've probably said, you know, I want to make this much money. And then reverse engineered it and said, well, actually, okay, so that means this much a month. Uh, I'm not even doing half of that, so how am I just going to go to that? So this year, what I did was I set a number that's higher than I've ever achieved before, but not as high as those ridiculous numbers, but I thought, that's not helping me. So I've never gotten to that, that level yet. So let's just bring it back a little, but let's stretch yourself beyond where you've ever achieved before. And I've been able to do that. And so my numbers this year have grown more than they have before. So uh, I've got to think about, so what is the outcome that I want to achieve for next year? What is a better outcome next year? Part of it's going to be financial, part of it is going to be other strategic things that I need to do as well. So that's an important question for you. What are those outcomes? Then the last step, number six, is I want you to create a 90-day strategy for yourself. Now, this is where my world changed uh, in COVID with the first lockdown. I found that uh, with the uncertainty and I wasn't sure exactly what to be doing with my time, I knew of some things, but it was starting to lack direction. By the time I got to the second week, I thought, no, this just isn't working for me. I I need the structure and the focus to... When I got up every morning, I knew exactly what it was that I was working on. 
And when I created a, a 90 day strategy, when I started writing things down, initially, if I, before I started writing, I had about three or four things that I thought, yeah, I need to do those. I really need to get to doing those things during the lockdown. But when I started writing, one thing led to another and the next and the next and the next thing. And before you knew it, I got up to like 23 items that were, you know, sizable things that had been outstanding for some time or they were new opportunities that were great for me to do during the lockdown. So what did that do? Well, it lit a fire within me because every morning when I, I couldn't wait to get out of bed because I was so keen to get working on the particular project. And the first one I started with was my, my, uh, my main website and then I, I did that and then worked on the second website and there were a whole bunch of things that came out of uh, that piece of work that then created more things to my list. And I think I got up to about 30 items and I just thought, okay, let's put them in order of priority. Let's get the team engaged and let's start working on them. And so we just ticked off one thing, then moved to the next and then the next and the next and the next. And um, so it's a great tool to direct your focus. It's like a business planning document. So I encourage all of you to do that for the next 90 days from January 1 through to March. Create that um, 90 day strategy document so that you can really be focused on what's important to you and put it in order of priority. What's your biggest top three things that you need to be working on initially? Go through and work out what can you delegate to others? What, do you, what requires all your time? What can you get done quickly maybe by, uh, you know, delegating it, outsourcing it, etc. cetera, um, because that was the thing that was holding me back. I created the strategy and then I thought, hmm, that's a lot of things for me to do. So I need to get other people to assist me so that we can get more done more quickly. And so when I did that, that just uh, really helped speed up the process of getting these things done. And what does that do? If you're getting more done, you feel better about what it is that you're doing. And when you start to see the results of the work that you've done, then uh, you know, that just, it's creating that momentum to keep you moving from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next. All these things are interrelated. So it's a powerful, powerful piece of work to be, to be done. But if you can think how you can outperform 2020 and you can start planning for that now, thinking about what it is that you're going to be doing now, then that will mean that you can, like I said before, slingshot yourself from 2020 into 2021 and make 2021 your best year ever. If, like me, 2020 has been your best year so far, let's make it even better next year. You can do it. I've got your back. Stay safe wherever you are in the world. Hope you're taking out some time to, to chill out and relax a little bit as well. If you want to connect with me, go to the mentaltoughnessandbodyshow.com, opt in for a free consult, and I'd love to connect with you. Stay safe. I'll see you tomorrow.